1: To NVC for the week of August 16th, 2013. I am your host, Jose Otero, joined by an illustrious panel of IGN editors and VPs and possibly former employees. So, <laughs> <I'm> not possibly. <laughs> <laughs> true. I didn't want to spoil it, but by this point, you've heard the news. But before we get into it, uh, let's have each person
2: introduce themselves.
3: Hi, I'm Brian Altano, and I still work at IGN. <laughs> barep,
2: barep. Hello, I'm Pierre Schneider. I'm the uh, co-founder and publisher.
4: Hi, I'm Rich. I don't work here anymore. <laughs> wait a second. Technically, you no, still technically, work here. Otherwise, I want my money back. <laughs> technically, I work here through Sunday. All right, good. But yeah, yeah I'm we're rich. gonna
2: make you work Saturday
1: and
4: Sunday too. I, I know. Yeah, which yeah is thanks, awesome. Thanks a lot. Pear. I'm sure we <laughs> will. So, at
1: this moment in the podcast, I thought we should cut to the scene in Zelda Two where uh, Link dies and Ganon. You hear that sound? Oh, and oh, wah, 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 wah. Yeah.
4: Wait, am I supposed to be Ganon? No, or, but oh, no. I'm Link Link, Link died. Yeah. yeah we, we lost wait, Link. Which evil is being resurrected then? I don't know.
5: Maybe me. I don't Maybe think this
4: works be the one so works. well, Jose.
2: It? <laughs> it depends on what Rich will become. Mm, yeah. No, this so we'll yeah. This is true. This is evil. evil. <laughs> no, Rich rich uh, this is uh, not many people know this, but Rich is in fact not going to be dead. No. Rich is actually going to be alive and around. So okay. uh, great,
4: yeah. yeah, I mean so so I won't be here for this entire podcast uh, for the very reason that I am basically joining Nintendo. Um, so I, I, like, that
1: hasn't happened before. (laughs) I know that's
4: never happened before. Um, so full context is I'm joining Golan Harris, which, uh, is Nintendo's agency for communications and PR. I will be a senior manager there and I start on Monday after working the weekend for IGN. Um, you'll still see some stuff coming from me in the coming days and weeks because that's just sort of the way my projects go. Um, couple or two to three written things in the next week and then there's a video documentary that I've been working on that will come out I'm not quite sure when, but in a few weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a so, lot of stuff in the hopper, right? Yeah, there always just is. just
4: get turned off. It's and, hard to do that clean cut.
2: And, of course, we do that mean thing where we bring back, like, history pieces from yeah, years yeah, exactly. ago <laughs> that
4: still have your name on it. And just then, to torture me, someone's going to yeah. republish some mean uh-huh. op-ed that I did, so, you know, like, rem- like how, Ni- a, how Nintendo a, lost E3 2012. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Salt in the wound. Oh, point, I hadn't Food thought
3: of that. Thanks, though. Power.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be working on PR. Um And... Uh, it's gonna be busy. So that's a big, big, big fall lineup coming up.
2: So that that means you're gonna give us crap when there's a new when there's like Wii Music too coming out, and we're not mm-hmm. gonna love it. You're gonna give us crap then.
3: Actually, that's well, yeah. actually Nintendo giving us crap first.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm just mostly gonna be like, hey, Jose, I've got this cool thing for you.
2: Actually, I will so, say yeah. that I <laughs> no, will say this one thing about Nintendo. Nintendo is not one of those companies where, where people get upset over reviews. That's n- true. They've never been yeah, like that. True. You know, they'll uh, if you see somebody from the PR side or the marketing side. After, um, after we didn't like one of the games, they'll be like, oh, man, you guys didn't like our game. How well, come. But they know they're aware, but they're not the company that reaches out and is like, we
1: are angry because yeah, you didn't mm-hmm. like our product,
2: right? Well,
1: uh, really quickly, let's start with uh, a couple of uh, things from the community. So first, um, IGN user Lowell Bogan answered a trivial question I put in the blog post last week, which was where did the, Where does the Nintendo sound at the start of the podcast come from? And he actually named all three games. Uh, they were all from the Mario and Luigi RPGs. You know, Excuse dump, me, from
2: the what? Mario so, and Luigi so, RPGs. Uh, so my, my promise is that every time Josie calls it Mario, I'm going to call it Josie Josie. Okay. <laughs> and and per- this,
4: this marks the last time Rich and Pear were on the Nintendo Voice. <laughs> <PlayStation
1: PlayStation. laughs> Just cross them off. All right, who's next? Yeah, uh, whenever I say Mario, Pear can be on the other side of the office, and he'll be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mario.
3: And I'm yeah. on the East Coast, and these guys used to, you know, give me... Shit for this, but okay. So you're, it's, it's well. The you thing, the way you can tell is when he says his own name, he doesn't say me, "It's true. a me, Mario." It's a me,
1: Mario. I'm gonna get Charles Martinet to do it. Like, dare me, we we will be at E3, or we will be somewhere with that man, and I will I, get this. I, no record. offense,
3: I could honestly go the rest of my life without hearing that guy. I know oh, because at E3 this year, we were you guys were there. We it was waiting, creepy. Yeah, we were waiting for Nintendo's presentation <laughs> to start, and we had a good 45 minutes of of Charles Martinet, and he was just sort of yeah. No script, just talking in the Mario voice. And it's I was like,
2: like, "This is enough." Yeah, okay. he's like, "Hey, you in the front, the Sam Clayborn. Yeah. I like your mustache." And Sorry, for getting was like, you're in trouble, Rich. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there we go. It kept on going, but thank okay. you, Josie.
1: Yeah, yeah, no yeah. worries. Um, so the so he figured that out. Yeah, he answered all those uh, question of the week. So last week, Brian Altano tossed out there, what characters do you not want to see in Smash Brothers in the new Smash Brothers in either version? We weren't very specific. Uh, we got a couple of responses. So. Uh, Man, these
4: user handles. I should read these
1: beforehand. Omega Little Bob says that he never wants to see Tingle as a playable Smash what? Bros. character. Really? Oh.
4: Jose, really, when you think about it, that is a very tame username. Like, yeah. really. Uh, no, like, I, do, I mean just good. reading
1: them because it's one word. <laughs> no, you're yeah. like, oh, wait. It's uh, weird Omega when you say it, Bob. but
4: I've seen much worse usernames than yeah, This guy no. named Thomas. <laughs> you, should wrote see, in. you should
3: see our banned users list. That's, yeah. Oh. oh that's yeah. much more fun. Yeah, like yeah. Booby Tits 84. It was, <laughs> oh, I remember. It was a good year for Booby Tits. Yeah.
5: He <laughs> so. was a, a good contributor.
1: <laughs> um, so Tingle, uh, yeah, I, I was kind of like, wow, why? Because I like, I, I don't know, I've never been horribly offended by Tingle.
4: Tingle's I feel, great. Yeah, I think he's people... great. I
3: think he, if he if. He flew in on a balloon and dropped things and
4: maps on people and mm-hmm. blinded them or whatever. You would he do. does. I mean, right? Like in uh, he's in melee, melee involved. In yeah, yeah. the is mm-hmm. mask. Love I'm cool. pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. But he's yeah. like
2: he's designed to be, you know, a silly character. So it's it's not like somebody created a lame character accidentally. They created a lame character on purpose. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: yeah. So, and I've heard he looks like Kajikondo. Oh, yeah. Do you guys, yeah. Someone oh, no. look that up and check that. No, I'm not mm. kidding. Nintendo does put some of their designers in their games, and I've heard he looks like Haji Kondo. That's, KK I mean, from I'm, Animal I'm, Crossing is supposed to be someone else, actually.
4: I don't really hmm. think so. I mean, I've met Kondo. and like, I'm All right, I will not, look this up. He
3: wasn't in a green elf
4: suit? No. No, he well, was
3: not.
2: Well, of course not. he didn't no, look
1: he like not. him. No. Oh. He didn't throw confetti uh, at that time? though. No. That would be amazing. I actually got to see um,
4: Kondo perform oh, with... I think it was a theme from Majora's Mask on piano. No, very nice. That's cool. very cool. That's yeah. cool.
3: Look
1: yeah. at you name dropping.
3: All right. So, I saw him smash a guitar. Yeah. A
1: <laughs> so Clive at five had a good one. Uh, he said he doesn't want to see Noah from the NES game uh, Bible Adventures, which was developed wow. by <laughs> Wisdom Tree in 1991. That is so specific. Yeah.
3: I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. But yeah. Can you
1: imagine Noah's
3: powers though? Yeah, he can carry <laughs>
1: four cows in the game over his head while running at lightning speed. He would be way overpowered for that. No, fighters. that's at
3: least one Donkey Kong. So that's. That's good math right there.
1: <laughs> okay, that's awesome. You don't have to worry that guy won't be in the game. <laughs> he also said uh, Lance from Pilot Rings Wings would be terrible because he is like a blonde carrot top.
3: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Curfew wow. well, really says very, uh, very,
3: so. Very specifically hateful about specific things.
4: Like
1: oh, well, Bible Adventures. I mean, I wouldn't want anyone. So to the, the, the grand yeah, I mean, scheme the, of
4: what you probably don't want to be a Smash Brothers character is you know pretty big, really. I yeah, mean, you that's know, true. I don't know.
3: Well, because if I had said, you know, who do you want to be a Smash Brothers character, people would be like, oh, Knuckles and Tails and Crash Mm. Bandicoot. Who you don't
2: want, I I guess I... Would you do? Yeah. Can you even think of one you wouldn't want? That I wouldn't want. I don't want Toad because when you hit him, it makes <laughs> a hideous sound. I
4: actually would not. Be, <laughs> <laughs> I would you not know? be surprised if Toad becomes playable. Yeah, eventually, eventually right? That just seems oh, man, like really a pretty logical point.
3: I, that's the perfect suggestion Pat. I'm with him. Yeah, I never I
5: want, want to see
2: that. that happen. I think Toad is 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 a generic character. So yeah, like it well, because be he gets weird, pulled
4: you know. out by. Peach to oh, block and stuff. I think yeah. it'd be funny. He'd probably
1: I, I, be the strongest character though, because that's what the games play up that he's tiny, but he's super strong compared to everyone.
4: I'm else. always like totally. I, ever since they did Pokemon Trainer mm-hmm. uh, I've always thought of like the craziest characters so like when Sakurai asked me who I'd won I said all of the Koopalings together Good. so I think it'd be great to Switching have an army out. yeah yeah exactly and mm-hmm. each one's slightly different yeah, um, yeah. and they're all very weak but you know they can all do their little thing mm-hmm. I think it'd be great to have an army of toads that's <laughs> so a, just, like Paper Mario style where actually... they just like mob you a yeah, good suggestion
1: uh, we had a guy also in the comments who said he'd like to see something on the Wonderful 101 where it's a group type format toss totally. in Wonder Red Wonder Blue Green, Pink, Yellow White and Black this comes from HG Hylia um, Richard, in the
3: comments are, are any of these characters in Smash Brothers?
4: oh man I totally know that whole I have no idea.
3: <laughs>
1: he has not started yet <laughs> but uh, so um, Hmm. Curfew says he would hate to see Pac-Man in Smash Bros., which came up last week. And he and he put Ducks right afterwards. I'm not
4: entirely sure. Oh, like, from Duck On,
2: the Ducks, of course. Oh, maybe. Not. Are would, the famous uh, Star Wars. I would love to see ducks. the dog.
4: Someone <laughs> I saw someone say not the dog. I would love to see the dog. He Playable? Only stands in the background like the Pokemon trainer, yeah. snickers at you, and the birds dive bomb you.
3: <laughs> hey, I like that. That, I would like be, that. A that would be amazing. That would be a good, like, Smash Smash move or something Yeah, like your,
4: your final smash is tapping on yep. the gamepad to, like, shoot, like you're using the light gun. And if you tag him, then they, I don't know.
3: That'd be really
1: cool,
2: actually. Whatever. (laughs) Uh,
4: (laughs)
1: Any more that people didn't want? So, the last one I'll read, because, you know, we want to move on, um, is I never want to see Waluigi to be playable in Smash. Uh, He's (laughs) an assist trophy currently, and that's fine, but he says never playable. I've never liked Waluigi. I think Waluigi. I think Wario was the extent of that joke. I feel like Waluigi was a tacked on afterthought um, that has somehow still become a thing. I I always
3: wanted there to be like a Wa Peach named Biatch.
2: (laughs) I fun and Nintendo Rich. That would be amazing. Right? Yeah. She's just
3: real mean and she's got like well, tattoos.
2: The only reason <laughs> the only reason Waluigi Waluigi exists is because it's a play on words, right? In Japanese mm-hmm. Wadui means bad and they they probably said they're like Wadui. Gee. And then they they had to do the character just because it, it just happened, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just so glad I, I broke
3: Rich right there. <laughs> That's he an fired amazing start
2: Either that or, like,
3: in a year it's going to be in a game and I'm going to be, like, at your door in the rain <laughs> screaming at you. Rich!
2: Answer for this.
3: You stole biatch from me.
2: Uh, no comment. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Princess biatch.
2: That's amazing. That's
4: good. Oh,
1: oh, this is goodness. definitely going to be our video why, segment of the week. That's why you Rem- had me on. say,
4: remember how I said it? Was it Steve? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're still here. Wait, um, but I do want you to stick around because we do want to get to something very specific uh, about you. But really quickly, I mean, has everyone answered this question here? What's a character you don't want to see? I I feel like, Pear, have you – do you have a suggestion? Toad's
3: good. I think Pear's suggestion for Toad is good. Yeah.
2: I oh, don't know. I haven't. I haven't thought about it much. I mean, like, I I just love any time that they bring back a series that we haven't seen for a long time, like a character from Advance Wars, or yeah. little Little Mac, or someone like that. Or the Wii I love Fit Trainer. That. Everyone even,
3: wanted that to happen. E- oh,
2: even though no, but even though you think about it, it's like those are not amazing characters. Like Little Mac is not an amazing character, right? But it's yeah. just cool because you you connect that n- that nostalgia with the game that he's from, and that's why I think you could you can put all sorts of Nintendo characters in there that are lame, and it's going to be cool. And that's how mm-hmm. We Fit Trainer. That's it's, it's a great joke. That it to is a great character joke. appear, and I mm-hmm. bet it's going to be really fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some folks were really cynical about it. And I feel like
1: no, that, I that's a perfect right.
2: idea. I mean, yeah. that's
3: that's what Smash Brothers can do, though. I mean, they can just take a character like that and make it. and Like yeah. a year or two from now, you'll be like, oh, that's my favorite character. Imagine you get Dr.
2: Kawashima. He's like typing numbers and <laughs> like, oh, his flying head yeah. comes yeah. in. sure yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. and is a devil head
3: mode. Yeah. There you go. Um, I don't want to see any of the Kongs outside of. Donkey or Diddy. I think most of the Kongs are terrible. Those are really no bad. No Dixie Kong, no Dixie, Cranky. Dixie, Trixie, they're all terrible. Okay. Like I,
2: Lanky, he's the worst. Who, what's it's the Ranga like, thing Is that Lanky Kong? That's Lanky. He's At he's least really he cool. walks. Funky's
3: cool. cool, but I mean, Funky, like, fun- Funky Kong can't even exist nowadays. I mean, Funky Kong was such a 90s Kong. Like, if you brought Funky Kong out now... Nothing's even funky in the world. Hey, 90s like,
4: are retro, man. They can, that's yeah, but imagine back. Funky Kong now. He's like. You're just going to see some Lisa Frank pencils all over I again know. any day now. Just neon all up and everything. Funky
3: Kong comes out now and he's like, You want to go fly my airline? He's got sunglasses and the backwards thing. That's no, the no. whole I guess, feel like that's
4: Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Like, it just, it's right there. I feel like Funky wouldn't fight anymore. You know, he's nah, done he's all much. that
2: in the past. You know, he has a really dirty nah. past, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's mostly uh, pot usage, oh, yeah, I feel.
3: It, might be, yeah. it was a lot. Sorry. Yeah. It was a drug reference.
1: That's never happened in a Nintendo game Sex, before. Have, you, drugs, played, else have you played Yoshi's Island? Yeah. That has a drug reference. That's oh God, pretty, yeah. Touch dizzy, day. get fuzzy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. or I may have that backwards. Back. I think I uh-huh. I think
3: <laughs> I think Funky Kong was getting fuzzy for like 30 years,
2: and nowadays yeah. he's just like, hey, he's man, done. I'm done. He'll be in a Sith Trophy. He'll come in yeah. and give you like a little airplane. He
3: goes to like Willie Nelson concerts now. Yep. That's
2: it.
4: He just comes excited. out, sits Willie in a rocking Nelson chair, concert. watches the fight, and then just leaves.
3: Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I don't even get why they're fighting, man. And he leaves. That's it. All that right. was a just a breathing noise he did there. Uh,
1: Rich, do you have a, a well? Pear, wait. Do you have another suggestion on to, uh, outside of Toad or no?
2: No, I'm happy to have good. any franchise included. But I, I agree. I don't want to see the other Kongs. I really didn't like them in Donkey Kong sixty four. Oh the some worst. Of the other games, yeah. Either, yeah, the worst. So, mm-hmm. um, so Rich, yeah. can you answer this question?
4: I, mean, I don't know. I mean. Any time I've ever thought there was a character that wasn't really going to work in the series, it somehow proved me wrong. And mm-hmm. I thought it was actually pretty cool. Now, whether I'll play with that character or not it's a different question. Like, I never really play with Game & Watch. But when they revealed Game & Watch, I'm like, what is this? This yeah. is weird. It's and brilliant, then it's, though. And then it somehow works, you know? Yeah. I mean, I actually have this feeling that We Fit Trainer is going to turn uh, become very good. Yeah. yeah. She looks like she has a very – it'll actually – she will probably be – a character that like more traditionalist like fighting game fans use because she looks she's kind of more proportioned like a regular fighting game character you know mm-hmm. she looks like she's, a human being she's not a tiny fox with a little gun that's like running <laughs> zipping all around and shooting at people she yeah. like it just does normal like fighting moves but like yoga style.
2: and you never know how the characters are balanced either yeah. right like when when jigglypuff was first added mm-hmm. there were a lot of guys who said i'll never play as jigglypuff right like pink singing thing and then they're like oh my god it's really powerful right yeah. like yeah. Uh, and then it became a favorite of, of competitive players oh, A while, right? Just because of the balancing. Yeah, Jigglypuff was a finalist in this year's Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah.
1: Always. Yeah, always. Yeah, it was
3: close. That's crazy. Cool. All
1: right. So uh, we're done with that. Let's move on uh, to talk a little bit more about Rich. Rich, you have been (laughs) (laughs) with IGN for eight years, if I I heard correctly. I didn't realize Uh, that. So
4: it's about nine since I first started doing any sort of work in writing.
1: So um, let, let's, let's travel through time with you. Start us okay. back the year you started and what were you oh, doing God. here? You know, and Pear, did
4: you know him at yeah, the time? Yeah, I think we're, we're no, the per- only
2: two people in the San Francisco office who've worked in the LA office and yes. in the
4: San Francisco office, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. So Pear didn't know me when I first started. So I think if I recall correctly, I first started doing stuff in like 2004 for Hillary Goldstein um, he basically so I remember her. I yeah, um, <laughs> former EIC etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, so basically back then I was in college and trying not my best not to do any work and I would be on the IGN message boards. Hill gets on to the comics board and says, I'm starting the comics channel. I need some help. I need some writers. I need some ideas on how we do this for IGN's audience, not just like a very specific comic book audience. So I helped them come up with actually the rating scale back in the day and helped them kind of come up with sort of ideas for features and things like that. And he slowly started recruiting me to write about just the worst comic books imaginable, like just the, just the junk. You talk know. about talk, come yeah. on,
1: give me give me a title, give me a title. Oh, I, don't,
4: I honestly cannot remember because I would just try and forget them. You know, honestly, <laughs> like they were just things that I didn't really want to read. I would I would write whatever I needed to write about them. And back then, um, in the less governed days of IGN, I didn't make any money.
2: Oh
0: wow! <laughs>
4: and I just got some trade paperbacks for for. Compensation or whatever, um, but I didn't care because I was in college and I didn't care. Like I was, sure. I had so just a, kind of volunteer, almost yeah, what is a like volunteer. blogging or yeah, wiki, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. less structured back then because it was yeah. the Wild West of IGN. Um, maybe not quite the Wild West, but slightly, slightly more formal than the Wild West of pair days. But uh, um, so yeah, so I did that, and uh, I worked at a Chinese food restaurant on the weekends, and uh, went to college during the days. So that happened, and then. I was supposed to be an intern at Marvel Studios uh, back about 10 years ago, and everything was done and signed and good to go. My internship got delayed for a few months. The guy who was in charge of it left, and a new guy got put in, and they yanked the internship from me because of IGN, because I was writing about comic books for IGN, uh, at the last second too. So basically, I had not enrolled in any classes for my final semester of college to do my internship so that I could graduate. And suddenly I had no internship. Um, Wait, they yanked it because you were running? They were worried because they're very secretive. And they uh, were worried that I was going to go running and telling IGN people. And as I recall, I wasn't actually making any money from IGN. So I was like, I have no problem stopping to write for IGN if I need to do this internship. And they said, nope, still can't do it. So I'm stuck without an internship. Mind you, a few months earlier, I had been talking to Hill like, can we do internships? Can I do an internship for you? And he said, no. But IGN has this funny history of not doing internships and then doing them. I mentioned to Hill that I got completely screwed out of this internship. Real fun. And Hill replies and goes, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, Hill, I remember this to this day, he goes, well, why aren't you interning for me? Which I had no idea was possible. So suddenly I'm IGN's intern for several months. In the um, LA office? Yeah, well, they, because I lived, I lived about two hours to the east of LA. So mm-hmm. I would, I would very rarely come in just, just here and there. Um... I I remember distinctly three things about that. First was meeting Hill in this lobby with this yellow hideous building. Um, with, there's no receptionist or anything. It's just this weird lobby with some plants. Hill had no idea where he was because he had never been there. So we both like stumbling into the lobby going, "Uh, Hi, what is this? We go upstairs. First person we meet is Pear. Now, mind you, I had been reading Pear's work for... Oh, f- what, like 50 years or something by this point because yeah. wow. he's ancient. But um, If you'd
3: uh, gone with the wind when it was... Oh, exactly,
4: exactly. exactly. <laughs> it wasn't even finished. I <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is really weird because it's kind of... It's weird because we when people meet us now, they're like, whoa, it's Rich or it's Brian or it's Jose and things like that. It's weird to us. I mean, it's still weird to me at least. I, just, yeah. I, I find it very weird. It was weird for me to meet Pear. Because I was just like, "Oh my God, it's Pear!" That's amazing. I know. It was the same way.
3: I, when I met Pear, I had known. I, I mean, I'd read his original reviews. I grew up reading IGN sixty four, and yeah. I had seen those those pictures of him with the what, what are they called? The the reaction guys the thing? reaction yeah, guys yeah, thing. yeah oh yeah that's i that's was that's like popular when, I, when I got the when i got the job i, w- I started telling people it's like, the reaction that's guys that's my boss now the reaction <laughs> guys my boss it was really crazy and I, I geeked out when i met Fran. yeah and he was I didn't like he I was like friend. i'm 2 years older <laughs> than you and i was like yeah, but still i mean i grew yeah, up yeah. reading your stuff like i'm yeah i
2: hear what you're
1: saying but
4: yeah
2: i agree with you to a certain extent
5: yeah
4: i um <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> So, yeah, so I uh, met Pear. Everyone else, I think, was at lunch or something. So it was like a few hours before I met Cassie Messina and (laughs) Bozon. Yeah, you were just wandering around. Like, I I think you were wondering where everybody was because you were doing your. Remember how you used to do like a little lap through the Culver City office? I'm not sure if you were like looking for somebody or you were just getting exercise or what. No,
2: that's my way to check whether people
4: are working. (laughs) (laughs) Our old office was just basically a a loop. Uh, and, and, And back then, barely anybody worked out of there. It was you, Chris Carl, Stephen Horn casa boson maybe a tv justin guy. Kaler, yeah very few oh, people maybe Jerry Block. Uh,
2: maybe what's this what's his face from uh, who's uh doing indie development now um Tyrone Rodriguez. No, not Tyrone. He wasn't
5: there anymore. It was Justin
4: already. It was very, very few people, very few salespeople, uh, mostly empty cubicles. And I remember Hill putting me in the cubicle basically farthest from all the editors. And it was these like giant white walls. It's not even like our tradition, like what we have now where they're low walls where you can see everybody and talk to everybody. So there's like giant white fortress around me and everyone (laughs) forgot I worked back there oh i know
2: that room yeah, yeah, remember oh, yeah. That? that was that, that yeah. was supposed to be like some storage yeah it room. was like
4: exile basically <laughs> so then i just stopped coming in <laughs> to the office i would just do my internship from home and nobody knew the difference because i was either in this like little walled off area or i was at home but it was honestly a commute thing um so i did that for a while um and then i graduated college and then within six months they brought me on full-time to be comics
2: And then you did comics for a while, and comics was an odd channel for us because, you know, like in the days of trying to. Really monetize your website, right? Like, remember, this like the ad market was drying up and everything. And so, you have to really think hard about what channels you were running on IGN, right? Mm-hmm. We used to have like a male lifestyle channel where somebody did French fries <laughs> reviews. Like, they went to like ten Burger King and McDonald's and like they compared all the French fries. and McDonald's always won, but um, and then then we had sci fi with a channel that was basically all like b- boobs and dragons and, and yeah. Buffy and yeah, stuff. Music then we had a little bit of everything music yeah. and cars. And like, yeah. some of those channels just they were just just an expense and even though we liked doing them Mm -hmm. we couldn't couldn't make enough money to run the site and comics was weird because we looked at the channel we had wrestling too we were like oh there's no way to ever make money from comics and Hill was just so passionate about it that we just said, okay, if this is like a passion plan, it's a channel that we have people really love the subject matter, let's like start slowly, do some stuff, and see how it fares, and let's forget about monetization on that front end. Yeah. So we did that channel. We still have that channel. Yeah. And like, I mean, full disclosure, of all the channels we run, comics is one that doesn't really make any direct money, right? Yeah. It's like, it's great because users come to our site to read this content, and they stay for other content, but comics is like notoriously difficult to monetize. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we did it. I think it's awesome. There's I, sort of I would have never done it on my own. You know?
4: Yeah, there's a larger ripple effect, I think, with comics. It's sort of this weird thing where it's, it is on its own, this very small industry, but then mm-hmm. it has such vast implications for movies yes. and now yeah. TV yeah. and X games. Now. So you kind of have this overlap. And while the direct audience for, say, the comic book reviews isn't huge, you are serving something that kind of ripples out into this larger effect. So yeah, so yeah. I ran that for and quite a I while. Remember, yeah. this
2: is also before The Dark Knight. And yeah. Before the Spider-Man yeah. reboot. When I started, it was, Iron yeah.
4: Man hadn't even come out yet. Yeah. Marvel Studios hadn't made its giant play. Yep. Uh, you know, it was, uh, let's see, so 2004, 2005. That's Blade like 2. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, one Ooh. or two of the Spider-Man movies like had come one. out yeah um, before Spider-Man 3 for sure before mm-hmm. Spider-Man yeah. 3 I remember being there for Spider-Man 3 and not understanding what I was supposed to think about it like <laughs> I liked it one day and then I didn't like it the next day and I just really didn't know what think I think the
2: next think. day was the right day yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, that, that movie was um, garbage
4: um, yeah, I just, I liked, I still to this day, I like, love the rate, the
2: Brian Altano <laughs> and Midge Dyer rating scale of awesome and garbage. Oh no,
4: I am not nearly <laughs> that binary. That is, Altano that is, just brings that's like, garbage New York realism that. to the to the to the world. Well,
3: I mean, okay, you guys want to be California and beat around it. Well, one day, you know, the guy from that '70s show was a good Venom, and the next day he wasn't. No, that he was always bad. No, he was always a bad movie. movie. That was,
4: a that was movie, always yeah. a bad movie. Yeah. Um, Sandman was cool though. Yeah, that See, happen. that's the thing is like about half of that movie is pretty yeah. cool. And then there's this point where it just loses its mind and kind of veers off and you're just like. becomes a
2: musical for a
4: Yeah, like, well, you're yeah. just like, what, what happened to the movie? Like <laughs> yeah. I was watching something that I was enjoying and then I don't know where you went. So they already had your money by then. Uh, so yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't no, care. No, no. Um, but yeah, I was there in, during um, The Dark Knight and all that sort of craze. Um, so yeah, so I did that. I rem- I'll never forget actually the first official work email I got uh, was from Pear uh, mocking my name and asking why I don't wear a monocle top hat and swing around a cane and say, I think I think." in there he goes, uh, he probably says, Chip, Chip, Cheerio. <laughs> ah, I don't know. How do you and remember it, that? And was, uh, I think I still have it, actually. Because um, he's rich, so, George. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. So right about there, you start to understand where you your work. You know? You're like, oh, I <laughs> see. This is my boss's boss's. At that time, it was my boss's boss's boss. And you go, I understand what I'm working at. Yeah. <laughs> you know? okay.
2: I was trying to make him feel comfortable.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know? he, so, he's
2: pro- he probably got teased about having two first names all his life. <laughs> or
4: three. <laughs> uh, my, my high school physics teacher called me Lord George. Because he comes up with a nickname for everybody. No, that's and pretty so good. It was Lord I like George. Yeah. So,
1: so then at some point in this career, you're handed the baton to Nintendo.
4: Yeah, that was really weird. because So I did comics for a while. And then comics... Comics sort of go up and down depending on the storylines and whatnot. And at a certain point, I sort of felt like I'd done everything that I could in comics. Um, It's not – I mean you would never know this except for the people – myself and a couple other pr people that know this within the comic book industry but ign was actually the first to really push video for comics um and it was some like something that myself and uh some folks at marvel and dc sort of brainstormed is how we do this and we spent a lot of money doing it um and now it's a lot cheaper sorry pair we spent a lot of money um but we did some really at least you
3: guys invented something pair
4: yeah (laughs) I don't know if we use Yeah, way anymore, to go. <laughs> at least some cool stuff in handed at die- the At least IGN, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back then, nobody really knew how to do it. You know, comic books, you'd get a picture of a page of a comic book, and that was it. And so we figured out kind of how to do that in a video form um, to the point where – Within a year after that, DC and Marvel were trying to do those things on various DVD releases and stuff like that. So, anyway, um, I remember going down to Konami to cover the X Men video game because I happened to be down there and they needed somebody to do that. Which X Men video game? We're talking about uh, the X2? arcade game. The arcade oh, game. Oh, the
1: arcade game. Got it. Okay.
4: Um, and I had done some related stuff on some like <clears throat> Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where we do character profiles and um, on bosses and playable characters and whatever. And I remember telling Hill that I really. Shortly after, I was like, "Man, I really enjoyed covering that game. I'd be happy to do more game stuff if you ever need it." And he said, "I have this idea for you." Um, and it was it was sort of this really crazy gamble on his part because I had never covered Nintendo for IGN, but he knew that you know Nintendo tends to do less releases but that focus on this, like, legacy and franchise, this, like, rich history. So when you aren't – get it? Yeah. They're all turning towards each other, looking at each other
3: like – We all connected right there. It's just a moment. Mm
4: -hmm. Um, But, you know, one of the things you have to be able to do for Nintendo (laughs) stuff is embrace that and really focus on sort of the legacy of these games just like you would in a comic book, you know, for comic books because you can't talk about a lot of indie comic books because nobody cares. IGN audience won't care anyway. So, anyway, that's sort of how he outlined it to me. and
2: um... Yeah, and it became kind of about, like, it, it felt right because it was franchise care, right? Yeah. Like, you basically, you were looking at a release calendar that was pretty empty at times, but you said, sure. hey, there's this, this incredible interest in these mega franchises like yeah. Zelda, Metroid, and Mario, and, like, yeah. what can I do that is akin to kind of, like, the comic book feature mm-hmm. writing and connecting the dots? I think that worked out really well.
4: Yeah, and the, the funny part was when... I got brought in that was sort of the mandate is create a lot of you know the few releases that there are yeah. um, and that's not even an insult that's just you know that, that's that's real, fact it's realistic it's you know? yeah. quality um, over quantity um, yep. so that's right I remember that f- the that year though I think it was Zelda's 25th anniversary and Audrey and I went cr- to town on yep. the features, yep. and I remember at one point they're like, you're producing too many Zelda features, yeah. and I'm yep. like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, <laughs> that's what you told me
5: to well, do. Well, I was so running I
4: features at the
3: time, and yeah. you guys would put stuff out, and then after a while I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother them anymore. They're just – they're doing this. Their fans are liking it, and that's fine. I mean, it was
4: it was weird because, it was like uh, – I mean, I had been doing – I was around in 2010 for Nintendo stuff, too. But 2011 was the big year with Skyward Sword. It was the 25th anniversary. It was also Ocarina of Time 3D and all these things. And that was what we had to work with. So we did it. Um, And then the Audrey and Rich team is sort of a funny story, too, because Audrey was never officially Team Nintendo when she started. Um, But I knew she liked Nintendo things, and I needed help doing Nintendo things, especially because she knew franchises that I didn't, vice versa, and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. So I would just go over to her desk and be like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, I'm working on some review of something or other." And be like, "I've got a feature idea for you." And she just, as she, <laughs> she sort of would drop other things to just keep doing like the feature stuff that she needed to do for me which i think got her in a little bit of trouble but you know whatever and then eventually someone said you know they should probably just be the official team and yeah there you go so.
2: yeah i nice. mean the if you think back like when when we were running the nintendo coverage the teams were much more kind of structured right it yeah. was like there was a nintendo team there was a playstation team there was a you know a, 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 whatever what did we have at Xbox. the time we had we had one game boy guy you know okay. Well, we launched the Pocket Channel. Exactly. Oh, Had Neo that. Geo Pocket coverage yeah. too. And, and some Wonder Swam on there too. Yeah. yeah. No
4: Engage. Uh, we did. We for did a add Engage.
2: For a couple of um, days. We, we did. Like wasn't in the, the history of IGN,
4: we... there's been a channel for almost every Here's day a weird half. thing. Like, the there's a, a Dreamcast the, channel.
2: The Engage was a terrible machine. The games were actually pretty good. It's just that mm. they were hampered by the controls and everything. No, anyway, tangent. No, no. There, there's, there were some talented developers making games on a horrible piece Okay, because
3: there was a Sonic the Hedgehog game where you couldn't see five feet in front of you because <laughs> it was a vertical
2: screen. That, that was not one of the examples that no, came to it mind. Wasn't. But, um, it was great for phone calls. But so we had this really structured approach where it's like nobody would ever second guess you as the Nintendo editor for writing a weekly Zelda feature. Right? Yeah. We did like Hyrule Times yeah. like every week and so once we started to connect the, connect the dots and have a features editor like you Brian you know that's when when you're thinking it's like oh sh- she's writing another Zelda feature but we really need to write this thing on Grand yeah. Theft Auto over yeah. here right like yeah. that's when you run into some of those challenges and like of course from a fan's perspective you just want more of what you love right and you don't see all that behind the scenes. Yeah it's, and- it's
3: very weird because a lot of people come to just the IGN and Nintendo pages, right? And they don't care that it, that Rich or Audrey would be writing something about Grand Theft Auto. They yeah. want to see Rich and Audrey do stuff about Nintendo. And, yeah, you know. yeah. And I think
4: we managed to like kind of respark like yeah. a lot of Nintendo sort of passion within IGN, which was cool. Um, it was actually it was actually funny because um, I was around when Casimina and Bozon were running IGN Nintendo stuff, and I was around. I actually remember distinctly coming in to work the day that Nintendo named Wii. Wii. I remember that press release coming out. I remember coming up the elevator, going, "Well, this is going to be a day." And I, I, I seem—I I vaguely recall—and this might be slightly exaggerated <laughs> Pear, Matt and Boson just running around in circles in the office, like not sure what to do with themselves, yeah. and just <laughs> laughing and throwing papers up in the air. Because back then, when they did that, nobody like. A, we all thought it was going to be called Revolution or something, mm-hmm. which had that kind of tool. yeah, that edgy thing, <laughs> and, and I think everyone, you know, the core Nintendo audience had fully embraced that, right? Yeah. And so it, it gets called We, and now it's you know sure we okay. used to it, but back then we were just like, "What?" It you was know? such a shock. I mean, yeah. I do remember
2: like they announced the name. We're just like looking at each other, going like, "There must be some mistake." <laughs> you yeah. know, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna name it. We please. Why no. didn't it have
3: I, the name like, game or play or a, yeah. a shape of a box? Cubes in it. and boxes, yeah, exactly. and Stations the and the yeah. box
2: station <laughs> game. Cu- and then, after yeah. you know after <laughs> thinking about it and now, of course, you know we was is inherently a funny word, yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. I have kids now, so it's doubly funny now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially sm- if you double the word, they still make yeah, that's right, but um it's it just uh yeah, we were we were really shocked, and there yeah. was just a lot of laughing going on the entire yeah. time, and then after a couple of hours, you're like, you know what, Mega drive.
5: Yeah. You
4: know? yeah. There have been some PlayStation.
2: The
4: Xbox
3: is the worst name of anything <laughs> in history. That reeks of like forty five year old Upper-middle-class white people sitting I, around going, how do we get these teens to play games? Make it so I was, extreme.
2: I always the Xbox. Think, exactly. Yeah. I always think of Xbox as like the poochie of the know It's like it's,
3: Xbox got a skateboard under yes, its arm. Totally. And, it's so you know. corny in the backwards. Yeah. It looks like Funky
2: Kong. Yeah, like no, Funky exactly. Kong
3: plays the Xbox.
2: But, uh, but then, you know, after Cold a couple circle. of hours, we said... All these names are kind of stupid, and I bet, like, in two years, you're not even going to bat an eye when you hear the name. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, now we is just an well, accepted name. And that was right? before
4: it, like –
2: It's just, still not a good
4: one. It, that's why it just blew up, though, right? <laughs> yeah, like, of course. that was – before. Well, actually, there was – I mean, sorry, that was before it blew up. So everyone was mm. just going, why would you do this? Why would you do this? And yeah. it just all worked. I remember – but that was the weird thing is, is, like, even though I was doing comics and had my own sort of thing – I would always, so we had, uh, the old office then was sort of an oval, but there was this sort of like divided off area where some of the TV guys, uh, like Eric Goldman and Dan Iverson and, uh, can't remember who else in the back end of the day, but uh, a few of those guys plus, uh. Casa and Boson sat and I would always just you know when I had a a few minutes go wander over to see whatever they were doing Um, so I remember playing Smash Brothers the Japanese version to death with them on Brawl to the point where when Brawl came out in the states I was a little tired of it because there was about a like four or five month gap and I remember my roommate at the time was super stoked that Brawl came out and I was like that's cool He's like, oh, shit, can I just, I'll play the subspace emissary thing and I'll unlock all the characters. I'm like, yes, you may. Like, yes, you may. <laughs> Don't make me play that yeah, again. He got really angry with uh, me yeah. later. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we we would play all these games and they would always sort of share with me what was going on. I just thought it was so cool. I mean, that was why I read IGN back in the day was because sort of my Nintendo love. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up at Nintendo. And so... It was sort of always in the back of my head. Um, I never ever, I, there's a goodbye blog that you guys will see probably before you listen to this, but um, never in my wildest dreams that I ever try to work at IGN. I never, I never, that never entered my mind. When I was in high school, I thought it was cool, and I'd print out the articles and I'd read them while I was walking to class. I was at a boarding school, so what else are you gonna do? Um, and uh, I always thought that was cool, and I would l- check out their silly little webcams. It was like going oh to oh my Jurassic- god, the it spy like, cams. Yeah, it was like going to Jurassic Park though, because you'd look at the cams and nobody was ever there. And then when <laughs> I think I saw one time like Matt or Fran being there, <laughs> mind you. So so like it's like looking for your white whale, right? Yeah. right? You're like where, where?
2: Oh man, we what actually if, what if staged I see them? stuff. We staged murders on camera. Like <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, we had like little we. would Move, like one item around every day just to see it just to mess with people see if they notice well, where they come up on the boards yeah, or you never see you guys and then but because that, people got so annoyed they turned yeah. the cameras away because they'd be like <laughs> the, these hardcore groupie users out there would be like you just moved on camera <laughs> you know,
5: you're like, ah.
4: but it was, it was so novel back then because now we do live streams yeah, of and course. these things mm-hmm. but then it was just no. like but the, the but funny we part we were writing it was I the know. most boring well, television you could watch <laughs> but that's the funny thing is on the one time I think I did see one of you guys there you guys are just serious like you know, and yeah. nothing's happening at no. all. No, well, because like, that, that's
3: most of this job, and it's most yeah. of most jobs now. Yeah. is it, just emails well, it was, and Yeah, and they had to
4: have it angled where it was just Excel. pointed yeah. at them working at their computer, and you're just like, oh, yeah, oh, I expected something more. <laughs>
2: but you know what? You, you say that, but just we, we had a bunch of visitors in the office today for the Up at Noon screening, right? So I have these these three kids who asked me if they could take a tour of IGN. Mm. I, know, I know their parents. I'm like, yeah, sure, come in on this day. We're going to do Up at Noon. They they walked out here thinking this is freaking like well, yeah. Eden, right? Like because mm-hmm. it wasn't just people sitting around and typing. Th- this is what when you go home, that's what you think back at. Like, no, that's when I what go home, did, I right? write the script. No, but, but <laughs> that we did today. <laughs> no, but you, but you think back on it, and that's all you did. But really, what you did is like there were people playing Splinter Cell. Were oh like, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. interviewing the voice of freaking you know a, a, a Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles right? And like yeah. and 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 having a, a generally good time in that I was I awesome. So, was awesome right? So. It, it is – there's a, a lot job. of fun going on, yeah, but if yeah. you just put a webcam cam yeah. on somebody's
1: desk, that's yeah. not going to be uh, – Let's never bring exciting. back the webcams.
2: <laughs> uh, please. No. No.
4: No. But, yeah, I mean I never tried to work here. I, uh, I majored in business. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. The monocle. Yeah. Pairs mocking me again. Yeah. <laughs> His um, monocle but. just fell out. <laughs> pops it. even. But no, I mean, like, I never sat there going, oh, I should major in journalism. I, I never did the, <laughs> poor Greg, I never did the Greg thing where I majored in journalism and then applied to IGN 14 times. Yeah. Mm. I, I have the craziest, one of the luckiest sort of success stories in an era that doesn't exist anymore. Now you have to be good on video and you have to do all these things and Yeah, we would it. never hire a rich man. It's terrible on TV. I mean, this is the funny thing is it's like just I, just, I happened to be on a message board. I happened to have graduated college at the right time when comics need an editor. I happened to ask the EIC of the site if I could write about games a little more. That never happens now. Yeah. If someone yeah. randomly messages Steve, going, "Hey, can I write about games a little more?" Yeah. Oh yeah. Get in line, yeah. buddy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Get in line. I mean, but
2: what's funny is, is you know, I think to me, you're you're one of the prime examples of people where you know. Where you can see how somebody can also grow over the years, right? Yeah. Like when we when we first talked about you doing Nintendo, I was, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I like the guy, great feature ideas, just, um, you know, on camera. Like he seems, well, entertainment he seems like he'd be really there. bland. No, no offense, no. Rich, but I thought I he'd be good. really low key. And Rich was always like, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 what's going on, right? Well, I think it's also, and then, yeah. and then like it took it took you a while, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. first videos, oh, all of our videos really yeah. sucked. You, I mean, you're more of a natural, Brian, I'd say, and Greg was always a natural, but there are a lot. Of people who were yeah. who were writers, right? No, oh, I was
3: absolutely terrible the first
4: probably really? hundred times. Well, go, mean,
3: wa- I mean, go watch the first episodes of Up at Noon. We're awful. Video,
4: yeah. audio, it's hard. And I mean, the the weird thing is, is like, we all is, now we expect people to come into this job knowing all these things or yeah. having but, mastered them. But like back then, it was like. What a video? Yeah, what a, what we,
2: didn't is ex- this? we didn't expect it. We expect it now, but now also people have a wonderful tool called YouTube. Right, yeah. they can record themselves, there's... put themselves out there, grow a thick skin because well, you're yeah. gonna need it.
1: No, there's yeah. so much democratized
2: software. There's yeah. social networks.
1: There's Twitter. There are kids who have like twenty thousand followers who are like probably yeah. applying for IGN. In some
2: instances, like they build up audiences. There's a kid applying find... with twenty thousand followers. I'd say he's got a leg up. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, I mean, That's honestly, I think a lot of uh, a lot of YouTubers have broken through. Aren't even thinking about taking a step into kind of more of a writing, mixed writing and video. Sure. I mean, or, or, you know, like we don't get that many YouTubers who are established applying because they, they have a great life already, right? They, yeah. they have a successful story. But yeah. yeah, that stuff is so important. And like, but I feel with you, like you you brought all that feature writing and kind of knowledge of franchises to the table and then you developed your on-screen persona and uh-huh. all that over time and, 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 and it turned out when well. You
4: have to sort of like, I mean, the, the same quality that applies to whoever applies now, because that's like the one question we get more than anything. It's like, how do I work there? Um, And I've talked to a lot of, like, people on Twitter who just sort of hang around and are respectful and actually will chat with you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the the key is you have to be obsessed with this job. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and to a potentially detrimental degree in some ways because I, I remember Chris Carl, who runs the entertainment division down south gave me my first review after my first year and told me I was dedicated to an alarming degree because I would sit in the office at 3 a.m. and interview comic book writers yeah. for hours wow. because I wanted to, because I had to, and not not because someone was making me. No one here ever made me do it because I had to because if I didn't, then my site would not have the thing I wanted it to have. Yeah. And so I would do it. And like even these days, I hire somebody to transcribe the interviews in so I hand them off. Back then I transcribed them all yeah. myself by hand. So yeah. a three hour interview at 3am turns into five to six hours S- of, of transcription. transcription on the other mm-hmm. side. Um, and I just did it because I had to, and you know, I paid the price in all sorts of different ways, health yeah. relationships and everything else. But I just did it, um, because you love it so much. Like there's, there, it. There, there was a weird thing is I never set out to be at IGN. I never thought that's what I would do. Mm. Um, but once I stepped in that world, it was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't imagine doing anything else. For well, sure.
2: Well,
0: but now you're
4: going to yeah. do something else, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like I – the reason I was obsessed with IGN is because I was obsessed with doing – being the best I could be. And I think I've reached – I just turned 30 a little while ago, and now I'm sort of at this point where – hair, so you and Perry, you are way older than all yeah. of us. It's fine. You're also the publisher. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you get to a point where you're just, you know, you're starting to think about what's on the horizon. And this was just an opportunity I couldn't pass up. Right. right. As lucky as I've been in everything with IGN, again, right place, right time, right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, proposed the idea and it, and it, you know, seemed to go pretty well.
1: Well, so. I want to, you know, we do have to cut this segment because we have to oh, go fine. into some games impressions. <laughs> but uh, on behalf of readers and on all the games of- are amazing. Well, on behalf of readers and, uh, and on behalf of Monday. Uh, word, and on behalf of listeners, uh, thank you. Yeah,
3: thank yeah. you. Yeah, for thank you so much,
1: Rich. For sure, yeah, I mean, yeah, Rich, it was everything. awesome working yeah. with you. Man. No, it's it really um,
4: it's been an honor, and I mean, like yeah. it really has. Like, well, you'll see the blog. Well,
1: my first four weeks bit. have been a lot easier because of you, because <laughs> I can turn to you and say, okay, I know how One Up used to do this, but I need to know how IGN would do this. You've sure, sure, been sure. very accommodating.
4: Yeah,
5: and
2: I got to so, be honest, it's going to be a challenge, right? Like every every time an employee leaves the employee leaves the company, it's it's bittersweet. It's I'm really happy for you to get a job, uh, you know, working in a company that, you know, you love their products and, you know, you're you're a person who's always watched gaming PR from the other side yeah. and probably always thought, man, I could do such a better job at it. No <laughs> offense to anybody out there in PR. You know, there's some amazing PR folks out there. But um, I think you're going to do an awesome job and I look forward I to, to working with you and bothering the crap out of yeah, you. I think yeah. it's going to be fun. I,
4: yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, I'm... I, I, not any sort of, I mean, it's obvious. I'm the outsider coming in, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, the, the, I'm, I'm a, I'm a kid at heart who, you know, whose heart beats for Nintendo. But, um, but I've also watched them from the outside, which is kind of a cool way to come into it because, y- you know, you, you get to learn how they do things and why they do things. I mean, the thing I've loved the most uh, in addition to honestly interacting with the readers, because I love that, Um, that was the biggest surprise to me is interacting with the readers is actually the most entertaining part of my day. I just find them... They're they're really fun. Like I growing up, I didn't have that. You know, I didn't have a place to chat with people and just have fun mm-hmm. and to have. No, I those... used to
3: send so many letters to Nintendo Power that never went back.
4: Oh, <laughs> I got Fran printed one of my letters in one of the mailbags one day. It was about a wrestling game, of course, because mm-hmm. it's me. And I I remember telling my friend, I'm like, Fran printed my letter in one of the things. That's <laughs> so cool. And yep, then yep. I met Fran. I was like, yep. oh, but um, I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh, I grew up playing uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 with my grandmother. She had arthritis, but she and I would sit down every time I was over at her house, and we would play Mario Brothers, and she was way better than me, and she would kick my ass. I remember when my dad first brought in an NES, I remember getting grounded by my parents because my friend got Mega Man 4, and I wanted to skip hanging out with another friend because I wanted to go play Mega Man 4. Um, I mean, I remember, you know, I, I had a Genesis, but my friend across the street had an SNES, so I basically just lived at his house. Okay. Um,
2: you didn't come over and play your Genesis?
4: Uh, you know, I did. Honestly, the only game I really remember from Genesis was General Chaos. That game was rad. That's I don't know if you guys ever played that game. It was, was so Blue Hedgehog. So, so very quickly for you, office, La- last right?
1: question for you before oh. we move on, and I know you got to go. Yeah. Um, what's under the hat? Nothing.
4: Nothing? No, it's like. Um, I've it's never
1: like, seen you without a hat on your head. It's like. I think you it's know what's funny is colorful.
4: Goldfarb has gone on trips with me. Like plenty of editors have gone on trips with me. And I, I, it must be like a superhero power because you have to like take off your cap, take off your shoes, blah, 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 blah. Nobody here can remember what I look like without a hat. And I've been on plenty and it's of it's going to be
1: weird to me when I see you on the PR side and you
4: it's, do not have a hat on. Maybe it's yeah, like I the gotta, invisible gotta, like, man. He just disappears. It's like I've a galaxy. It. Yeah, it, like, it. It, like it. it's, the, it's the secret of the world. Yeah. Okay, it's basically. a
3: three and a half foot tall.
2: Purple mohawk. It is. <laughs> yeah,
4: it totally. just, it, It's kind of like. Jerry it's like a pop-up up book with.
3: where it just flares out like yeah. violently. Yeah, right. some, yeah.
2: Somebody today said, today said it doesn't come off. It's a tattoo. Yeah. The whole hat. Yeah, okay.
5: you know.
2: Sure. Which sure. is wow. uh, really impressive. The back part. Yeah. Well, well
5: we're, yeah. Gonna, we're
4: gonna we're gonna skin. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna yeah.
2: take a, a quick break
1: and we will be right back with some impressions on the wonderful one
5: hundred and one. Bye, Rich. Bye, Rich. I love oh, you. Thank you.
1: quickly we are playing a bunch of wii u games right now well not a bunch but we're playing with a very specific wii u game an eShop demo that showed up last friday that was the big surprise during the uh wonderful 101 direct um which was put on by nintendo at 7 a.m on a friday thank you nintendo uh but we're all playing that that, that e demo so let's just quickly you know
3: trade some impressions sure. talk about it uh why don't you start, Brian? So, um, I absolutely love it. And I was uh, I was sort of on the fence about this game for a while. And not really, hmm. like, whether it would be good or bad. But, sort of, like, you know, when you see something, you're like, that could be cool. But I'm not going to watch all the trailers. I'm not going to digest all the screenshots. And I know part of my job is to do all that. But there are some games. Hey.
2: But there are some <laughs> looks games. looks at me all scared. <laughs> <laughs> but there
3: are some games I like to kind of back out of a little bit. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is fine. And then I saw the direct. And I was mm-hmm. like, this looks incredible. And yeah. then there were, like, the there was a demo this afternoon, and I was like, how do I sneak out of work early? Yeah. And luckily, yeah. You, d- you had the, what was it, the European version? Oh, uh, We have a Japanese,
1: Japanese um, Wii U, and I was on uh, FaceTime with a friend in Japan going through translations and yeah. setting up uh, an account for us yeah. so we so it. It was, can get it was it. awesome, yeah.
3: and all of a sudden, it was there, and Jose was playing it, and it wasn't just like a controlled demo. It was just like, what happens if you do that? What happens if you do that? And he was showing me all the different characters in the hmm. game, and I got it. I totally, they just clicked with me. Hmm. And then I went home that night and played it, and I started figuring out all uh, the f- different formations you can do to. Because you're basically, it's a game where you're creating weapons out of armies of people. Yep. So you're like, I'm going to make a sword. Here's 100 guys. If I make this loop here, it'll shoot up in the air. I'm going to make a gun. I'm going to turn uh, these guys into a fist. Mm-hmm. And I'd never played anything like that before, and it was really, really cool. So now yeah. I'm just sort of figuring out how to do all the things where you can you know, really play it like an action game where you chain the fist to punch somebody in the air and turn into a sword to slash them down or okay. shoot him out of the
2: sky. Okay. So
3: I'm getting there, but it's hard.
2: Weird. I See, I had a different experience because I've been watching the videos and I just always thought it, looks, it looked awesome. It just mm-hmm. looked so crazy. I love Beautiful Joe, too, and that whole style. And oh, yeah. The, you know, um, and so I, I love the concept. I was hoping it had a little bit more of a Pikmin element to it, too, like the... Namely the way you control all these people. There are a lot of people on screen. It's easy to kinda of lose track of, of where you are. Like I'm like, wait, I'm or with the candy. hand, I'm with the sword, yeah. like it's it's kind of like you do lose track. Yeah. Um I, I wasn't that impressed with the demo. Don't hate me for this. Yeah, and, sure. and, you know, it could be that the final game just eases you into the controls and kind of, like, the upgrade structure more. And I, I'm I'm one of those people who loves unlocking stuff, right? Like, yeah. I I have no problem with a, with an underpowered hero in the beginning, whether it's, like, Skyrim or classic Legend of Zelda style, where, like, if you take a wrong turn, you're screwed. Or, like, where you know, you just kind of start slow, and I don't even get annoyed when the game tells me to press A to jump and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, I'm over that, right? I just felt Felt like I was thrown in with a demo and and didn't it didn't feel right to me yet. So I'm gonna play it a bunch more and want to get more impressions on it. But mm-hmm. I was not as I. I thought it looked better than it felt, quite okay. honestly. And okay. there were a couple of areas where I'm like, what am I going to do now? I don't know where to go. And the game didn't do a really good way of kind of like didn't do a good job of telling you what to do. Like, yeah. you know, that fire bit when you're when you get to the flaming stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and you're supposed to extend the line of heroes. Yep, yep. I still don't know exactly what I can do to do that perfectly. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, so like not, it, it kind of happened. That. It kind of happened. I'm like, oh, I guess I got past it.
1: I will That's say I, I can see both sides of 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 your opinions. Where at, when I first played the Wonderful One Hundred One at an appointment we had at Nintendo, I felt overwhelmed. Yeah. I felt mm-hmm. like there was way too much happening. Um, there are enemies attacking you off screen, which is a constant action game thing. It's I mean, it's a Ninja Gaiden, it's a thing in Bayonetta. It's something that, <clears throat> hey, joining the program, Marty Sleva. Um who will Party be on the it. mic in a second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Marty, you sound so different. That's good. That was a really good impression. Thanks. Yeah. That was a really um, good impression. No, I, I... <laughs> yeah. Um, but at We've the... been doing this for an hour. Yeah. At the, yeah, You've at been the here. same time, um we uh I, I came around finally on the controls and on understanding the flow of combat and how it works. And, sure. and it took a bit, and I feel like the demo does a great job of it does a poor job of teaching you how to maybe do some of these things, but at least once you have played enough times and are used to the chaos and confusion, and you can sort of cancel out that noise and focus, I feel like you can really start yeah. then making really great combos, figuring out that, hey, I can activate more than one Unite Morph at a time, which I started getting good at that, and that's really cool. And there's even two hidden characters in the mission mode of the game. They they hit, uh Wonder Yellow and Wonder Pink, which are the the whip and the hammer.
2: So character. does the so does the game has true progression where you start with only one power, or do you always start with three powers you at the very beginning? You start with three at the okay. story
1: and in missions, but in the mission mode, in the hub area before you actually start the mission, you can yeah. find two hidden characters if you do uh, whatever the move is to gather um, a, a new heroes into your squad. And funny yeah. thing, I didn't realize this because I was looking through. You know how they evaluate you on the screens and they show, uh, you know, like uh, civilians like. Uh, Add it to your team or whatnot. They have a section for enemies recruited, and I was like, "You can recruit enemies." So when enemies are beat up and they're growing purple and they're about to explode, if yep. you draw the circle around them, they join your team.
2: Yeah, I figured that. I, I thought that was really cool, even though the game did a really terrible job, at least in the demo. Yeah, they Again, don't explain ex- it. To ex- no, explaining, it. and that's yeah. why I'm hoping that the the final game has better progression, teaches you more. So I didn't cancel my pre order. I'm still going to pick it pick it up on launch day, and I want to play it. I just think the concept is so cool. I just love the visuals and everything, and you know, I want to play it. But I was a little I was a little underwhelmed with the demo
5: yeah
6: I mean uh, in true Kamiya form there is this barrier to entry which is which exists in in Bayonetta and even in Beautiful Joe like you have to put in work to be good at those games Um, which you know the, the sort of gorgeous cartoony art style of 101 uh doesn't really jive with that. Like, it kind of lulls you into thinking you're going to be in for an easy beat em up, and then it's like, oh crap, I actually yep. have to, you it's know, work. <laughs> devote some time to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, and I, I love that's a common thing, very true in all of his mm-hmm. games. So that, I think that's one of the reasons I'm so excited for it. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah, I do love just the, first of all, the enemy design is just great. The, there's. I mean, just to have that gotcha machine that spits out the the plastic kind of vending machine balls that you, you see in Japan mm-hmm. all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just that kind of playfulness is just I, I love that, and I I want to keep on playing just to see the the enemy designs and what happens next. And man, Fat Green Lantern is just awesome. <laughs> I love yeah. Fat Green
1: Lantern. Yeah, in story mode, he always has food by in his <laughs> yeah. frame, like he's chewing on something. Yeah. Um, really quickly, how are you uh, activating Unite Morphs? I am using the touchscreen. I started out using the right analog stick and then I switched over to the touchscreen once I started to understand the flow of combat.
3: Yeah, I think I have yep. to do that cuz I I the when I'm using the analog stick I feel like one out of two times I'm nailing it and the rest I'm like oops. And it's not it's natural, natural, or yeah. it's just a sad lasso of fat people.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy to sort of draw with the, the right analog stick. Even though you think from Okami we would be kind of trained, because Okami yeah. had a similar idea, right? You yeah, yeah, draw sure. a certain pattern, yeah. and it happens.
2: What like, about you, Pear? Like all of you guys, I, I've, I've been playing a lot of Pikmin 3 before playing this demo, so mm-hmm. I was really used to you know kind of thinking in terms of the right analog stick still, right? Like I'm actually playing right. it with the Wiimote, but like Pikmin 2 and, and previous games are just fresh in my mind where you do use the analog stick... Yep to make a line of Pikmin. So I kind of mm-hmm. got used to doing these line things and then I'm like accidentally activating powers. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I'm going to use the touchscreen. I, ca- I kind of
3: wish the game had like a, a man whistle in it like Pikmin does. You <laughs> know, where you could just call all your friends over with a whistle. Yeah. Where
6: I come from, man whistle means something different. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, um. Yeah.
6: I'm, uh, the one thing that disorientates me every time I have to like draw on the screen is that I take my eyes off the TV, put them to the screen yep. and then I'm getting bashed yeah mm-hmm. and so I, I think I'm going to stick with analog stick.
3: Okay. okay stick with stick you can always stick hold a screen the screen up in front of your TV with your yep that's intuitive yeah. that's,
2: you know what that's generally that's generally one of the issues with, with this dual screen yeah. setup for the Wii U for, for the 3DS it's not an issue because it's so close yeah. but like with Pikmin too I love the concept of being able to send your troops to different areas mm-hmm. but like I'm always like should I put it on my laptop, should I put it next to me yeah, you know yeah. it's like it's this where does the second screen go because I do like playing it with a Wii mode better right so yeah. you know the kids yeah. just have them hold it yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, sure. I did I put my son in charge of like, directing the troops, but then go. that bastard interrupts me all the time. Once like, <laughs> he figured out, you know, he <laughs> can touch and okay.
6: find out. Okay. It's ironic that you called your own son a bastard. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's good. So, um,
1: so transitioning here, yeah. <laughs> then let's talk a, a little bit more about Pikmin 3, which is still, how many weeks out of release are we now? It came out on August 4th, so we're about two weeks. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. yeah roughly. Um, are, are we still playing it? Yeah, I'm, I'm still in the, in the middle of it myself. It. Yeah. I didn't
3: finish it, so, I'm, so I'm, like, I'm still kind of pecking away a yeah. little
5: bit. A little
1: bit. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel um, what Pear was just saying, nice. Not <laughs> what Per was saying about where do you put the gamepad is is a very sort of relevant thing. I feel like that game is also kind of stretching the limits of your multitasking ability, right? Where yeah. they're like, okay, I got the Wii moment pointer. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to pick up the, the gamepad and now, you know, kind of send her over there, him over here. Okay, back to Wii U. And it's like, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of bizarre, but I still like that it does that. I don't know. I love multitasking. Okay. I, I'm really into. Um, StarCraft 2. I don't play it very well, but I'll go through like build orders and watch people like slowly develop strategy and start like they start at one base and then slowly build out from there. Mm-hmm. I love that, so yeah. I, I think that's
2: what this game is doing for me on a on a much slower level. You know what? I obviously. wish I wish there was a pip view on the main screen. If there was a picture in picture view of of showing like Alf over losing all freaking water Pikmin because mm-hmm. there's there's some fire enemy, like that would be so helpful to me because I'm hearing like. I'm like, no, no, who's dying? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. you, you know, get, like, you get that little message every now and then. It's yeah. like,
3: yo, shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, all right, all right.
5: Yeah. Yeah, so
2: yeah. I wish there was something where I didn't have to look away from the screen. Um, but that said, man, I, I think the game is just really charming. It's cool. I I finished the main story, beat the last boss. Now I'm going back uh, simply because, like, you know, I just got to see all fruit. Actually, I have all fruit now. The the fruit fruit rendering is amazing. Yeah. I think that it's, I'm addicted to just looking at yeah, 3D yeah, fruit. Me too. <laughs> like the like the pair is all beat up. A like pear? at the bottom, yeah. You like would start it, you know, with the pair. It's a nasty, it's a nasty pair. Um, no, it just looks really cool. And I know I, one of those.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's uh,
2: pronounced "peer." Uh,
5: <laughs> there <sure> it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh-huh.
1: Marty, are you uh, playing Pikmin Three yet? Uh,
6: no, I've yet to yet to dive in. It's okay. good. I have to play other games sometimes. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, uh-huh. I want to. I mean, this is the game I, I bought my Wii U for at launch. Yeah, this is the thing I wanted. Um, have you guys put a lot of time in a
2: multiplayer? Like, is that not yet? That's what not what's not next. That. I want to yeah. do the single player, and then I'm gonna do multi yeah, I love Pikmin 2's multiplayer it was really okay. good yeah. huh? I think
6: yeah. that's one of those like kind of forgotten amazing local mm-hmm. multiplayer yeah. I, I and will this one's say really smart. they
2: yeah. they smartly designed it around the concept that you can't see what your opponent is doing you know yeah, they didn't ignore yeah. that but that said it would be amazing if there was a four player mode where you didn't see what the other person was yeah. doing you know I mean, mm. that, like just building up an army and you never get the surprise in the split screen sure. mode where like yeah. suddenly it's like oh my god it's a hundred red Pikmin yeah, 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 and yeah. I only yeah. built water I see you like,
1: grabbing that orange. I know what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what But happened. there was always like,
6: uh, yeah, that's true. Like you could obviously like uh, look at your opponent's screen in uh, Pikmin 2, but there was also a nice like you could rotate your camera and try if you yeah. knew that your buddy is looking at your screen, you can do things to mess him up. Okay. Like even back in like GoldenEye, you could do that. You could oh, just you, hide against the wall and just sure. go in circles and like yeah. people like, what is this guy? Put doing? the
1: cardboard
3: partition. Then you talk oh, about that. They oh, did that. In fact, did you do I, that? I, too? I, oh, I did that. Oh, I absolutely man. did. That. I, we did that in college. We actually did yeah. it with four. With four player, one time where yeah. we had cardboard down the middle and down the sides, yep. and you people were standing up, and then somebody else was underneath <laughs> the blanket. Yeah, this is
2: crazy. The, but, the good, but still, I mean, the cool thing about split screen, it becomes a factor of the game, right? Like yeah. if everybody does it, it becomes a factor of the game. So you're like, oh my god, he's stealing my cherry, and like you're trying to be super sneaky about how you do things because somebody's watching. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that this one is designed around that concept as well. Um, I have to play more, but the single player mode is is short. Yeah, like I I felt, felt like when it ended I'm like oh man that was the last boss huh? okay. like I was I was disappointed and I just somehow felt the last games were longer like Pikmin 2 I remember there were a lot of caves that you could explore it just yeah. felt longer overall were the,
1: were the last games as replayable though it does feel like this one once
2: you progress further it's about
1: replaying the days and sort of figuring out how do I get all these fruit I, at least mm-hmm. I think that's what it is for myself sure See,
3: I'm I'm taking my sweet time with it. Me too. It's different for me. I mean, the single-player campaign would probably take me 15 to 20 hours. I don't don't think so. I'll I'll replay days, and I'm
2: going and getting every fruit, and... You know, okay. Yeah, I think out. so. I, I I did not at with stuff. Pikmin two. I was like, no no man left behind, no Pikmin left behind ever. Mm-hmm. Like if I le- le- lost a couple of Pikmin, especially purple or white, who are harder to come by. Yeah, right, yeah. you don't have that same concept here. Yeah. Like you get, you can just make as many as you want of each in, in Pikmin three. um I would just kind of reset the game and like call it a night and then replay that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this one, like if I lose like fifteen r- red Pikmin, I'm like, eh, it's gonna take me like two minutes to get those back. So See, I, did I, not, I did not. I didn't. Not replay it, I, I it still hurts me when I leave a bunch of Pik-
3: Pikmin behind and I get to see
2: it. Hurts me, at me at the too, but there. you know, that's war, just, man. You know, that's 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 war. It's not it's war. acceptable it's losses,
1: <laughs> pair <laughs> per- <Yeah>. Schneider, IGN. <laughs> okay.
3: Fair enough. Uh, I, heard, so, I just heard an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh-huh. All right. And our last
1: game, our last game we'll talk about before we uh, adjourn for the day uh, SteamWorld Dig, which I think only yeah. Brian and I are playing at the moment. So it is an eShop release uh, that you can find. It's out now. Um, it's made by a, an indie developer. It's a smaller game, but it's actually a very, very good game.
3: Yeah, it's really cool. It's All really right. cool. Um, it's sort of like a Metroidvania Dig Dug. hmm. Is that a good, that's, that's a, a good way to describe, describe it, right? Yeah, sure. That sounds a lot of, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and, it's really cool. So there's a lot of digging, but then you're you not just like, hey, I'm at the bottom now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: Which is what do, Dig
5: do, Dug do. always did. Do, do. Like, I, okay, I'm not,
3: no rocks fell on me today. Yeah, so that's but rocks like, can fall on you. It's mm-hmm. a violent yeah. game, Dig Dug. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's like that, but you can level up, and then there's wall jumping, and you can update your weapons and Ooh. character permissions. Who
1: made it? Uh, image and form, a smaller developer.
2: Okay,
3: yeah, it's a,
1: it's a, it's. Hopefully, it's getting more attention. I, I feel like on Twitter, I'm seeing it mentioned more and more every day. Nice, but uh, I. I think people should definitely check this out um, yeah you find uh, upgrades in the environment you find like a pair of like r- r- b- boot upgrades for example that'll let you just boost and jump straight up so that you can get out of a like a deep area that you dug yourself into a See, deep hole you can go up yourself into yeah yeah um, on top of that there's a lot of progression based around as Brian said you know kind of rounding up minerals and then taking them in to sell them and as you sell them you get experience which then turns over to new upgrades so you get new pickaxes so when you start the game you're you're digging and it takes like five hits to make one single hole Mm -hmm. to get deeper you get the upgraded pickaxe you're doing it in like one or two hits and so they're constantly kind of and the tunnels that you you dig are permanent they stay Hmm. uh, which is really cool and you uncover um other uh, tunnels as well, other hidden areas. It's really cool. Does it have a crafting element or no? Yeah, is this it's this like more Terraria?
6: Like, it sounds like Terraria. It sounds like you? Terraria. There, of, there's yeah.
1: no crafting element that I've seen, although there are uh, usable items like one-use items like torches and things like that. And you are sort of timed while you're digging because you have a light source, and that light source has a finite... Uh, sort of battery, and you have to go back to the surface to recharge it. That sounds So stressful. let's say you've been down there for like five minutes. So yeah, but then you upgrade that, oh, okay. and if it, you stay down there longer and longer, um, so it's funny because they start you with sort of a bare bones setup, and then you just build up this uh, this robot from there. Um, yeah, and there's really a story cool. tied to it too. It's really cool. And visually, how is it? It looks. Sure, I, I yeah. think it looks great. What do you What do you think visually? I think it's yeah, it's, it's cool. Fine. It, it looks sort of like in the um, Wild West.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, nice. it's kind of. 16 bitty Super NES yeah. I guess Steampunk-ish yeah. cool sort yeah. of
1: Yeah, this sounds great
6: yeah. is it uh, Wii U or 3DS 3DS, 3DS. 3DS. yeah 3DS okay. eShop yeah nice.
1: it's like 9 bucks but I'd okay. definitely say there are uh, I've, I've, it's one of the better eShop games I've played nice. that mm-hmm. a lot of folks have not talked about yeah okay.
2: the only challenge is a whole bunch of games just came out like Plants vs. Zombies 2 is out not yep. on Nintendo platforms unfortunately yeah. but mm-hmm. yep. there's a lot to play right now yeah yep. yep. and that's a free to play example too <laughs> yep. right yep. Yep. yeah Right. until until you pay. That's right, until you <laughs> pay. There's there's a there's another yeah. Wii U game coming out though. Splinter Cell? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. looked pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw yeah. I saw you playing it. I'm like, "Wait, it doesn't look like a crappy downgraded port. What's yep. going on here?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, not anymore.
1: Yeah, it lo- <laughs> it looks good. Uh, although the cutscenes uh stutter a bit on Wii U, but outside of that, I watched Ryan play it for, uh, you know,
3: 20 30 minutes yeah. and it it worked fine. Yeah, I started it last night on Wii U.
2: That's right. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's looks it's good. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Really Are you playing? Yeah. Were you playing a disc version or an installed uh, downloaded disc one? Disc version. Okay, yeah, just yeah. just so curious I, about yeah. the cutscene. So it just yeah. has cutscene stutter when it loads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I
3: don't I don't generally play stuff off the disc on Wii U. I download everything. But, yeah, you know, for this one I borrowed the disc from work and I'm gonna play through it. Cool. I actually like playing games like that where I can. What? Because I don't the Splinter self, I just took over my apartment and played Splinter Cell for twenty hours. Yep. And My TV's there. My girlfriend's gonna get mad at me and be like, "Hey, what's the deal with this guy trying to kill people hiding behind this vending machine for this three old hours. guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this old man trying to. What's Pear throw, doing behind that? Throw cola cans <laughs> at people and stuff. like that. Uh-huh. Um, but if I'm playing off-screen on my Wii U gamepad, which sounded like a commercial. Oh yeah, my god! Um, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that was really bad. What a shill. Um, then the TV's freed up to do other stuff, so I can play. So stuff it like works expensive.
2: fully on the, yeah, on the screen. Yeah, you and don't need that little menu that's up nope, usually when you play nope. single player. And, okay, and it's and cool. it's
3: great for stuff like that. And for that reason alone, I wish more games came to Wii U because I yeah. would totally play more games yeah. like that. You know,
2: my only issue I would have gotten Splinter Cell for Wii U, but there's one issue, and that's all my all my friends that I've played previous Splinter Cell yeah. multiplayer with. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was such a thing, yep. uh, sp- Spies vs Mercs. Yeah. And if you have friends who are into that mode, it it, it is one of the Best multiplayer experiences. I don't know how how it is on the uh, in the new version, but mm-hmm. I have to get it on 360. Just play it to play Spy vs Mercs against like people like Shu and mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. some of my, my I just, I just was
5: pictured you like yeah. you got you got your old, old like. Guys.
3: Your fishing buddies yeah. from Germany.
5: Yeah. We, we it's like grumpy old there's man. There's a new boats. Splinter Cell out. No, but, I don't know why they have that. But accent. it's funny, we haven't
2: we haven't Y'all played. Y'all want to play Splinter Cell? It's like a bunch of ex EGM guys and stuff. And we haven't played in ages, yeah, but yeah. we used to always yeah. play Spies versus, versus Mercs. And mm-hmm. it was um it's asymmetrical multiplayer, right? Yeah. Like two players are the spies and play in a third person, and then the Mercs are in the first person, and like yep. that setup just was awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah. you guys right. are like
2: the, the expendables of online multiplayer <laughs> games. That's right. Thank no, you. Of, of all yeah. the the multiplayer modes I've played I feel like
1: the best stories come out of Spies vs. Mercs too just things that happen and alarms that get tripped and Plans that go horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the, because it's balanced for just four people. Yeah, um, and or like at least other, other
2: games have kind of like these moments where you feel amazing because you stalked somebody and took them out, or somebody was sniping and you got them right. Like yeah. this game manufactures that by having you be sni- uh, spies for a while, where you're sneaky and you're constantly scared that somebody's gonna get you, and then you switch roles later to play Mercs against the spies, and and suddenly you're the guy with a gun, right? Yeah, like yeah. you know, and and. You uh, you basically just feel this sense of glee for foiling somebody's somebody somebody's plan. It's it's really clever. I yeah. hope this new mode is as good as the the classic it, uh, one. According
6: yeah. to Ryan McCaffrey, who is a big like old school uh, spies versus mercs fan, it is. I mean, he's uh, nice. absolutely in love with it. All right,
2: well, you guys are not going to see me again then. Goodbye. <laughs> <All
1: right. Yeah. laughs> you, talking about this just reminded me. Uh, do you remember Pandora Tomorrow when that was? kind yeah, of becoming a thing yeah. and then when the spy, when the spies figured out we're actually better than the mercs because they're a lot more mobile so you'd be like a merc trying to shoot a spy and he would just run down on you and just kill
2: you like yeah. in a second. It, it, it got, got
1: really unbalanced. unbalanced yeah. model, yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and like when you're playing with friends it doesn't matter because you, you will call certain maneuvers cheap and then people don't do them anymore, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. um, or you know your friends specific hiding places where they always pull that number mm-hmm. um, but yeah when you're playing against strangers it, it just it wasn't fun anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And like It is probably the hardest multiplayer to get into because you have to know the levels. There's no way around that. They tried to fix that in the sequel by giving you like these hints everywhere where Mm -hmm. you can hide and go in. But like it it was just kind of lame and looked stupid. Um, But um, if you have three friends and you can play, it's going to be cool. Excellent. All right. So let's quickly go around and uh, just uh,
1: mention your Twitter handle, how folks can find you on the Internet and maybe something you're working on right now um i'll start with you
3: cool uh, my twitter handle is agent bizzle and on <laughs> monday on up at noon we have god who do we even have dominic here? monahan thank you Dom- dominic monahan from lost and uh the voice of sam fisher and splinter cell i'm so tired
1: yeah it's gonna be <laughs> cool <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> is that like the new splinter cell game splinter cell colon i am so tired. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he's just like they're like can you you know i'm just gonna hang out on the couch <laughs> Yeah, it's a me- stealth, it's a couch stealth
2: game. Watch up at noon if you haven't yet. You know, I I don't I don't I think because you know, Greg started it. It probably looked a little bit like a PlayStation show in the beginning, but it's all topics and it covers everything. We yeah, we we'd love yeah. to have we Nintendo shit on folks, everything yeah? equally. That's uh, right. I would yeah. say yeah, we get Reggie on afternoon. That'd be amazing. Oh man, I would. We'll, that would be so good. We'll work on that. But yeah, it's a really fun show. So watch it. And if you ever want to be in our studio audience, just uh, follow Game Over Greggy on Twitter, and uh, you know he'll he'll let you know when we're shooting. Mm-hmm. But you know, usually Thursdays in the afternoon, yeah. early afternoon. Come on down. It's, it's a good time. Uh, you'll have a good time. You'll meet some of us. Yeah. And we can chat like going to a, a TV taping totally yeah. and you can cool. street pass too oh yeah, yeah. some powerful yeah. street passing going on in this year building one, one of the pink <laughs> pieces yeah, yeah you yeah. get all the pink pieces yeah. Or you're like
1: me and you have two 3DSs that you bring to work and Street Pass on both. Yeah, I always get Jose and Jose. Yep.
3: on my yep. 3ds. Yeah. Yep. That's like kissing a mirror. Yeah, we've been we've been <laughs> meaning to
1: have an intervention
3: about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little <laughs> you just see weird. me holding both.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I what can, can stop do. whenever I want. Yeah, basically. So, so Pear, how can folks find you on? You the can internet? follow
2: me on Twitter at uh, IGN one word, or if you go to IGN, you can follow me uh, Pear-IGN, and you know, I answer if you post on my wall on IGN, I'll answer your questions gladly and. Okay. Uh, have a have a nice, uh, wonderful day.
6: Alrighty. Um, you can find me at McBiggity, uh, two G's, two T's. And uh, don't giggle at that. I feel like Agent
2: Bizzle and McBiggity are like in the same
6: team. So. Why do you think we're friends? Geez. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> IGN's honorary Wu-Tang. Okay, like uh, there a white Wu-Tang. There you go. Like
3: a white Wu-Tang.
1: There you go.
6: And I just actually... Uh, like 10 minutes ago I posted uh, my review of Gone Home and uh, I give it a 9-5 which is the highest uh, score I've given a game at uh, Wow at IGN. So nice. uh, it's, it's right now it's my game of the year. Uh, That's it's great. A, yeah, it's a uh, sort of an indie uh, first person exploratory adventure game uh, with I think the most touching story I've ever played in a video game. Wow, so,
2: yeah, that's incredibly awesome to hear. Yep. and and then cool. Matt Gigglety also works on the, Giggles, on an awesome project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if we guy. can talk about it yet. We can, but we can, we can, yeah. You sure? Yeah,
6: I don't know it's if if he says yes. That's
1: true. not? It's great. Then he comes up to me tomorrow. You have to take that out of the podcast. Yeah,
6: um, we're doing a uh, a piece on the uh, the history and the evolution of Mario, um, but it's it's really not like anything I've ever seen before. In in terms of, uh, you know, articles on IGN or any other gaming site, Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to have a lot of interactive elements to it. Uh, It's going to be heavily uh, incorporated with HTML5.
3: It's awesome. Um, Yeah. Everything I've seen so far looks phenomenal.
1: And and you want to come check it on the site. You don't want to go through mobile to see this. You want to see the real deal. we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. work Yeah, we're going to make it
2: work. um, um, Wow. But I I would say it's it's more of an interactive museum than an article. You know, it's cool.
6: Yeah, okay. don't think of it as an article. It is So uh, it's an late experience. September, right? Late September, cool. that's yep. what we're gunning for. So, oh, right. and
3: follow Rich George on Twitter at richign. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, it has, that's going to work out for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> going to carry that
2: cross forever. Well, you can, Twitter lets you change your handle, so it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Don't tell Rich. <laughs> okay.
1: And I am uh, at Jose underscore Otero on Twitter. And I posted a video uh, that Justin and I did a commentary about SteamWorld Dig. Nice. And there should be a review hitting IGN uh, within this week, if not early next.
2: And cool. please, please tweet Mario at Jose. It has two dots on
5: the yeah. A. <laughs> All right. All you google right. out the A. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Per's trying to break me.
2: No. Is oh, wow. it going to happen? Oh, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. I call him Josie every time he says Mario. Yep, yep,
1: mm-hmm. yep, that's only the beginning. All right, thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Cool. Later. Later, see you.
5: bye